What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have a lot to talk about. We'll just jump right in. I'm going to start by, uh, you know, paying paying uh, condolences to the family of Tom Seaver. You know, respect to Tom Seaver, the greatest man of all time. Unfortunately, passed away yesterday at the age of 75. Uh, they call him Tom Terrific. They call him the franchise. He passed away. He pitched in the big leagues for 20 years. He won 311 games. Uh, 286 ERA, 12-time All-Star. He currently uh, ranks sixth all-time for strikeouts at 3,640. Um, but at the time he retired in 1986, he was actually third of all-time, only behind Nolan Ryan and Steve Carlton. Um, he was just a stud. 16 opening day starts, which is a major league record. Just the face of the Mets, face of the Mets history, Hall of Famer, World Series champion. He was 75 years old, so it's a it's a tough, definitely a tough uh, bit of news uh, for the baseball world, uh, losing one of the greatest pitchers of all time. I mean, he's just associated with the Mets. When you think Mets, you think Tom Seaver. He led the Mets to their miracle 1969 championship, and he won 20 or more games for them four times, three NL Cy Young awards, three NL ERA titles. And the 1967 NL Rookie of the Year, all with the Mets. Um, he was also the first Met to have his number retired, number 41, retired in 1988. First uh, ever player to have it retired for that franchise. So he's, he's his history is going to be preserved forever uh, in Cooperstown. Um, but uh, a great guy, and um, yeah, he ranks seventh all time among pitchers in WAR at 106.3. Only you know. The only guys ahead of him are Cy Young, Walter Johnson, Roger Clemens, Pete Alexander, Kid Nichols, and Lefty Grove. Um, he's also by far the Mets' all-time war leader, um, 28 points higher than David Wright. He has a 78.9 war. So just the greatest Met of all time. Everything I've been saying, just it's, it's a, the list of accomplishments just keeps going and going and going. You'll just um, read for, for forever if you just keep reading how good this guy was. So... Yeah, Tom Seaver, uh, gone but not forgotten. In other news, Josh Hader has set a major league record. He set a major league record with his most consecutive hitless appearance, 12th consecutive hitless appearance to begin the season. He helped the Bre uh, Brewers get an 8-5 win over the Tigers yesterday at Miller Park. Uh, so he had a tie with, uh, you know, 12, uh, sorry, 11 uh, but now he, he stands alone for 12 consecutive hitless appearances to start the season. And he's keeping the Brewers in a thick of a postseason chase, even with a losing record, because that National League is a dogfight right now. So, yeah, Hader's just been unhittable this year. I mean, not unhittable literally, but he's just been unscathed. Um, I mean, actually, yeah, unhittable. Sorry, I said 12 consecutive hitless appearance. So, yes, he literally has been unhittable. My fault. I thought I was I was exaggerating there, but I caught myself like, yeah, that's literally what hitless means, right? But yeah, yesterday's game, Keston Hero hit a three-run homer, uh, Jace Peterson two-run bomb, uh, all to you know contribute to this Brewers eight-to-five win over the Tigers. You know the Brewers are 17 and 19 right now, two games below 500, but they're still in the chase for the postseason. I mean, you're just gonna need to be around 500 in the National League if you want a playoff spot. It's it's gonna be such an interesting September. Out to Yankee Stadium. I want to talk about this one. So 
you know, there had been some beef. There was some beef the day before um, because Aroldis Chapman was throwing 101 miles an hour at the head of Mike Brusso, which is obviously lethal. So Mike Brusso comes back the next day. He hits two home runs in the game against the Yankees, helped make a statement. The Rays increased their lead in the AL East to four and a half games over the Yankees. The Rays, you know, now they're, they're done playing the Yankees for the year. Eight and two against New York. That was a record against New York. They just completely, uh, they, they sunned the Yankees this year. Um, this is a race team with World Series aspirations. Four and a half game lead over the Yanks with 22 games left to play. But Mike Brusso got his revenge. Two homers as the race took a 5-2 to two victory over the Yankees. Um, Chapman did get a three-game suspension. Uh, then both managers got a, a one-game suspension as well uh, because of what went down yesterday. You know, they both had comments about you know, throwing at each guy, uh, at each other and things like that. Uh, Chapman got three games. Because you can't throw 100 miles an hour at someone's head. One, that, that could kill someone. I don't know how how anyone in the Yankees could even defend that. Um, obviously, the, the, they'll defend it by saying, they'll, they'll defend it by saying that it was not intentional. But, no, I mean, we'll leave the exercise up to the reader uh, if, if you want to watch that for yourself and make your own decision. But Mike Brusso gets gets uh gets payback yesterday as the rays continue their their um their route of the al east improved to 26 and 12 right now looking really good looking really good so walker bueller had his return to the mound yesterday he helped set the tone for the dodgers they get a walk-off victory over the diamondbacks a wild three to two win uh, it was a throwing error by D-backs reliever Junior Guerra, which brought home the tying run. And then Will Smith singled home Chris Taylor to win it with one out in the bottom of the 10th. I mean, in other news, Mookie Betts actually tied this game with a one-out homer in the bottom of the 9th. His 12th homer of the year. Mookie is is just being Mookie. This dude is, is absolutely a stud. We miss him up in Boston, um, but he's doing special things for L.A., uh, this Dodgers lineup was silenced by Zach Gallen, who outpitched Bueller. Actually, I talked about Zach Gallen his last start. This dude needs to start getting national headlines because he has been nothing short of spectacular ever since he came up to the big leagues last year. No one just talks about him. Came up with the Marlins, was good. Was traded to the D-backs. He's been good. Nobody still talks about this kid. But um, yeah, Zach Gallen is has has been really outstanding, and he needs more attention. He needs more attention for sure. But the Dodgers get this win 3-2 in L.A. Joey Votto walks it off in the ninth, for, in the bottom of the ninth for the Reds. A single to right field is all it took to score Shogo Akiyama as the Reds defeated the Cardinals 4-3 at Great American Ballpark. The Reds are 16 and. 21 you know that's five games below 500 but they're two games behind colorado for that final national league playoff spot cincinnati had lost four of the last five games but you know they actually did go out and make a couple acquisitions at the deadline and you know this year when you're within striking distance you just go for it you might as well um so yeah, Shogo, uh, not Shogo, Vado was struggling for a bit. They actually benched him for three games. But since then, he's had a six-game hitting streak um, where he's hitting 450 or three homers, and he's raised his average from 191 to 239. 
but you know before that benching he was in over 18 and struck out um, you know four times in a game at Milwaukee on the 25th of August so Votto seems to be heating up a bit uh, they also got a two-run homer from Tucker Barnhart yes yesterday um, yeah uh, Tyler Maley threw seven innings struck out three uh, you know getting a lot of uh, balls in play but you no know, contact pitcher he was getting outs nonetheless Staying in Ohio, well, not in Ohio, the other team in Ohio, um, the Indians, but they were playing in uh, at Kansas City. Tristan McKenzie made his, uh, you know, second big league start, and you know he, he took the big stage by storm on August 22nd with his debut when he struck out 10 batters in six innings. Um, sorry, this is his third outing, but um, so this is the guy that made them comfortable in trading. Mike Clevenger to the Padres, so he's up to stay. That's what it means. And he he took his, he took the mound for his third start yesterday, and he looked really good against the Royals. I mean, his third career start, six shutout innings, three hits, six strikeouts, lowered his ERA to one point six nine. Looking really good. Uh, the big lanky right-hander, just the next in the steady crop of arms at this Indians franchise continues to pump out that's what they do they pump out arms and uh that's why they're comfortable trading in mike clevenger but he leads the indians to a victory yesterday over the royals score five to nothing at kaufman stadium yeah so just before i move on from this let's just remind ourselves their, their rotation is shane bieber carlos carrasco aaron savali zach plezak and tristan mckenzie so that's that's a pretty good rotation that cleveland has right there Mike Trout. Mike Trout hit his 13th homer of the season yesterday. That tied him for the major league lead, and that moved him within one of the Angels franchise record. Um, that's 299, actually, for a career. He has 298. One more, he's going to tie Tim Salmon with the most home runs ever for an Angel. And wouldn't it be fitting that Mike Trout's going to hit his 300th career home run this year? So with his 300th career home run, that's, that's two more from now. When he hits that, he's going to take sole possession of the Angels' all-time lead for home runs. And then he's also going to join the 300 homer club. Only 150 players in Major League history have hit 300 homers. You know, Trout's not even 30 years old yet. He's in his 10th season. He's 29 years old. And he's under contract through, you know, 2030. While Tim Salmon played his entire 14-year career with the Angels. And he hit, you know, just one more home run that Trout has right now. So... Trout, that was his third homer in his last five games. Also gives him 34 ribbies in 33 games. That also leads the American League. And that's tied for the Major League lead with Tatis. So, um, yeah, Trout is doing Trout things. Uh, no surprise there whatsoever. Adam Duvall hit three home runs last night at Fenway Park against the Red Sox. So, he hit three home runs in a game just one night after Marcel Ozuna did the exact same thing. So the Braves are making some history. Uh, they're the only MLB teammates ever produce three homer performances in consecutive games. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess technically Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig did it on consecutive days. But because a doubleheader was involved, the Legends actually did so within a span of four games. Uh, see, it's these technicalities that make these stats so weird. But consecutive, to do it in consecutive games, uh, Duvall and Ozuna just did it. Uh, Ozuna was actually the first National League player to hit three home runs at Fenway Park. Uh, 
on Tuesday night, and then, you know, in, in just 24 hours, his teammate does the exact same thing. But, yeah, this Braves team is playing home run derby at Fenway, beating up on my Red Sox. Um, it was actually a closer game yesterday. 7-5 to five was the final score. Um, yeah, final score. But du Duvall has been really good. He spent much of 2019 at AAA. But he's so far hit eight homers and produced an 816 OPS. Uh, definitely helping the Braves at top of the National League East standings. Speaking of the Braves, a former Brave returned from injury yesterday. Josh Donaldson, he, he returned to the Twins lineup uh, in a big way. He, he roped some hits in each of his first two player appearances, including a two-run double as part, as part of a two-for-five night. He started at third base and hit second in the lineup. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Minnesota's been getting healthy. They had returns of Byron Buxton and Michael Pineda on Tuesday. Then Donaldson finally came back yesterday. He had been sidelined for a month of the right calf strain. So, I mean, they're going to need him. They're going to need him. I mean, he's a big bat. Uh, he, can, he can hit in any lineup, any league, whatever. But veteran experience, they gave him a $92 million contract to do exactly what, you know, you know he can do when he's healthy. But, yeah, that, that was a calf strain. And um, good to see that he's back. The Twins get a victory yesterday, 8-1 to one over the White Sox. So that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who you believe would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.